weiß Bescheid. Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. Listening to Sirius XM, I think. Yeah. Um, and I had a laugh. And this has to do with like propaganda, I suppose. You know, we're not allowed to think. We're not allowed to think for ourselves. Um, in such an interesting way, as in how we're shut down for having these thoughts and then how we talk to ourselves after we feel we've been shut down. There was a time where the stuff that we talked about on this show was quite controversial. We've had episodes pulled, which is why there's a difference in episodes up versus episodes aired. And if anyone's kind of noticed that it's, it's, it's just (laughs) what they've done. And we don't even know. Well, I mean, I could scroll back and find out which ones got pulled, but away they go. You know, we live and learn. Uh, again, like we had the other podcast pulled out, uh, which is doing really well, by the way, uh, over on uh, the Real BTF podcast. Uh, you can search that up. We are online. You can check out our website. The website actually runs the um, newest episode. Every time we podcast, it is directly on the episode. It's run through, I think, iHeartRadio, but it's a com- convenient little window. It works out perfectly. Also available almost everywhere. Uh, And it will be available everywhere once we're past 10 episodes. But that's a fun one. So the stuff that we talk about on this show is deemed controversial. Like uh, we would get made fun of. We would would get uh, not so much made fun of, but like hate. We would get a lot of hate. And you kind of have to look back on that and say like, where's, where's the hate coming from, right? And in a third dimensional mindset, a third dimensional state, you think to yourself, well, this is me. This is personal. I'm not doing a good enough job. Hate is coming from the fact that I need to get better. And if that's the case, well, then the the lesson learned here is that from experiencing the hate or the negative comments from other people, you think to yourself, okay, well, I'm going to apply that to me and there are things that I can do that are better. And, and it's, it's hurtful. And it's interesting because anyone that's willing to put themselves out there in any grand scheme or anything like that is setting themselves up to be targeted. And you have to ask yourself why that's a case, you know, why that's a thing, why in this perfect realm, that's a thing. Um, and I guess the best I could say is your own version of duality. Uh, I read somewhere that, your enemy is your greatest teacher. And I would sort of apply that there are no enemies outside of the ones inside your head. So that by speaking and by having somebody shit all over you and by the, and by viewing them as an enemy, you can hear what, what has been said and obviously dismiss whatever. 
But if there was something that caught their attention to the point where they wanted to shit all over you, you can work on that. You can look at yourself. So now you've decided to, to, to speak and you've, and then somebody's decided to shit on you and they then become your enemy. And then you then learn from the experience of them shitting on you. But then again, since there are no enemies in the outside brain, outside of your brain, you realize that your decision to speak created challenges, unforeseen challenges to you. Those challenges, some of them came in the form of a heckler and handling the heckler, um, either like publicly or making a comment or, you know, whether it's social media or somebody's commenting on your post and all that sort of stuff. That's a public appearance. That's a public statement. You can make that. You can make that statement. You can look at this and you could say, hey, well, yeah, this is how I'm going to handle that. And then it's out there publicly. Or, I mean, I mean, that's one way you would do it. Another way you would do it is you would internalize it. And this is something that a lot of people don't talk about because I know a lot of the big accounts do end up reading a bunch of the messages. And, you know, when you're sort of growing and starting out and trying to do something and trying to go against the norm, you're going to get a lot of pushback. So in the third dimension, now let's start this fresh. In the third dimension, you you create something. You decide you want to speak. You decide you want to do something. You decide, you decide that you've seen enough and it's time for you to say something. Those that haven't seen enough are going to criticize those that are doing something. So therefore, if you're in a position to speak, say something, have an opinion, those that aren't in that position will rip you apart. There's a quote in the Matrix that says, those that are so heavily linked to the system defend it to have it make sense to them and i remember thinking back to when we got started and you know i wasn't sure of myself because i was waking up i was waking up to a world that just simply wasn't how it was delivered and what it seemed um and this is again the you know the very very beginning of the cure for anxiety depression boredom all this sort of stuff i'll get into that in a minute but when you decide when you make a decision it's like okay you know here we go this is what we're going to do and and the trials and tribulations that come from it you understand that i mean you right now you could go back and listen to the very first episode of this show it's terrible but it's up there and a lot of the people that I coach, um, especially those that are working on the idea of doing a podcast or speaking, public speaking, speaking from stage, any of that sort of stuff. The number one question is, why would anybody listen to me, right? It's because you're doing something that you've never done before. And just like in the gym, you know, if you're lifting heavy or if you're whatever it is you're lifting, you know, the moment it gets easier, you add more weight. And so inside the gym, nothing really ever gets easier. You just change your entire physiology, physicality, uh, essence changes to handle more weight. So physically you're different because you mentally, you made a choice and it's the same in the external world, like outside the gym, you know, as soon as things get easier, unbeknownst to you, well, it becomes beknownst to you. I should say, once you start realizing and start seeing, you know, action versus reaction, you know, you realize that the, in the direction that you push yourself, the pushback comes in the form of more weight, for example. So the people that are shitting on you allow you an opportunity to specifically dive into what you think they are talking about. 
Um, and then of course, there's going to be some people who are just going to shit on your delivery. They're going to shit on your message. They're going to outright lie about you and why these people exist in your life, I suppose, is to help grow your skin because anyone that's willing to shit on you is, is pretty weak and they're in their version and their journey. They're on, they're on a different frequency. So they're not good or bad. You know, they just aren't our people. And people that are like, I remember being a sarcastic piece of shit. I remember back in the day, it's like, you know, anyone that's doing anything more, you're like, oh, okay, you insult, you shame. And I mean, even if you don't do it intentionally, you know, you're, you're, you're putting somebody down because you don't have the mental capacity to understand or comprehend what it is that they're talking about or doing. You don't see their dream. You don't see their vision. You don't see their drive. So you shit on them because it's funny. And it's not like it's meant to be funny or anything like that. It's just... In your mind, your way of handling things, your broken way of handling things is sarcasm. You know, I say you, I'm referring to me. This is how I was. So I started asking questions. And for the longest time, even before I was a conspiracy, whatever, you know, the derogatory terms, conspiracy theory, before I started asking the questions, I was a piece of shit. But it was because I was living in a world that taught me to be this. So when you are watching all of this all over the world and, you know, sarcasm and comedy and derogatory stuff, the movies we grew up with in the 80s and 90s, the media and all that sort of stuff pushed down down your throat. You believe that to be true and real. You believe that everything is just sort of happening and, and you're acting and reacting to what is already happening. You believe that the news is shocked and appalled at how society is acting. And, and you think, wow, man, society's really fucked up. But the truth is it's not. You know, the, the natural resting spot of humanity for the most part is to be helpful and is to be grateful. But as we sit in a world that won't allow you to talk about things that you're supposed to talk about or won't allow you to expand your mind past anything that they want you to think of, you find yourself in a in quite the predicament. Because who you are is is who are who you desperately are is going against every single thing that you've ever heard, seen, felt, tasted, touched. The whole thing the whole thing is, is podunkery and there's some sort of message where some people will just reiterate, repeat, say the things that they need to say, drop the things that they need to drop. Nobody's really paying attention because those that are fully wrapped up and those that are fully tied into the matrix will stay there. And if they're happy, man, so be it. Stay there, stay chill, do your thing. If you're not happy, ask questions. Now, here's the thing. If you're not happy for the most part, you're shitting on other people. So, that therein lies the rub, right? Everyone that's shitting on you for speaking your mind about something that somebody else doesn't understand to the point where they want to shit on you, that person who's shitting on you is already looking for something else, something bigger, something more, right? So they come across you, they can't understand what you're doing and they shit on you. But because they want something more and because they're already miserable, they're looking for you to find and for answers. So, we live in this massive extense expanse of, of duality in the sense that everything like the, if this, then that factor is absolutely massive everywhere. And that you speak causes them to heckle and that they heckle. They only heckle because they were already looking for something more. And then they stop heckling and then they start asking questions and then they start growing. And in the interim, you grew yourself by handling and dealing with their heckle. And whatever, you know, however you want to look at it. So I, I guess I'm going off on this one being like, you know, the pros and cons of 
getting out there and challenging things and doing things, the more you push yourself out there to say things, do things, see things, you know, if it gets any easier, more weight will be put on. And that's the thing. It doesn't get any easier. And, and there's the old saying, it doesn't get any easier. You just get stronger. Eh, technically, that's true. Right. But, you know, in this world, in this day and age, we have so many things that are absolutely absurd and, and, and obscene. And and this this is what I laughed. I was listening to uh, Lithium Radio, Channel 34. And the girl, the thing that the bumper on the thing goes, conspiracy free radio, like it's some sort of shame. Right. So the machine, the machine that we are all wrapped up in right now is doing its damnedest to make sure that we don't feel like we can do anything about it. Because if you think by listening to your, you know, music from the nineties, right? Conspiracy free, right? You think that if you're listening to stuff that you uh, equate to, or that, you know, you relate to or identify with (laughs) that. And they say that they're conspiracy free, that, that quietly you think to yourself, well, um, I shouldn't be a conspiracy theorist then. And here's another one. If you're not a conspiracy theorist, as they say, then you don't have the ability to think for yourself. And that's kind of fucking weird that you're going to sit back and listen to absolutely everything. Everybody says, do some deductions and not ask any questions, right? There's a guy out there that, He's on Facebook, and I've asked him a million times to come on the show, and he won't do it, I don't think, but he might one day. And he believes that we live in a concave earth, so we're on the inside of a ball. And at first, I thought this guy was straight up Looney Tunes, right? But who am I to say what? You know, I didn't criticize him. I was curious to know because this guy seems pretty straight up. Like, he seems like he knows what he's talking about. He brings up a lot of valid points. He's got a lot of connecting material, uh, you know, Maybe it's a thing. And that wrecked me in the beginning because it's funny because, you know, when you when you first hear flat earth, you're like, fucking no way, man. But then when you start looking into it, you're like, there are holes, you know? But if you get wrapped up in the flat earth theory, then you're not necessarily open-minded to it. Like you only went like one level up and you're still wrapped up in the same game. And it's kind of funny, you know, to hold your arrogance and ignorance to any one thing um, continues. And that's not an insult. That's just egoic stance on belief and opinion. And the egoic stance says this this is mind-blowing, and I've found something that you know doesn't make any sense, and yada, yada, yada. But this guy's talking about some shit that I don't even understand. And even though I claim to be open mind, egoically I'm not. Which is where the battle comes from, right? And then... I want to, like I said, I want to get this guy on the show because I want to hear his opinion, you know? And there was a time where I like, I, you know, it's not that I would have attacked him. I wouldn't have, um, but it would have been a different show for sure. And now I'm just curious to the point because I've looked into flat earth and it makes a lot of sense, but it also has a lot of holes. And anyone that knows this show or listens to this show for long enough knows that I don't believe in flat earth. I don't believe in globe earth. I don't believe in concave earth. I believe in an ever changing simulation. I believe that we live in a world that could literally only be 12, 12 or 24 hours long. But there's a reason that we can't stay up for any prolonged period of time for some reason. I don't know what it is. You know, I don't know what sleeping is. I don't know what dreams are. You know, we just had this thing over in China was the red sky. And I tried to find some sort of answer on it, but I didn't, I didn't come across one. 
So when you don't know, you know, like nobody wanted to even say anything. There was one report that said all the docks that were out or all the all the fishing boats or the boats and the shipping, the, the, the blockages. Sorry, I'm having a bit of a moment here. And I don't like to edit, so all this stuff just stays in. <laughs> Sorry about that. But the... Uh, the all the shipping containers offshore were causing the red, the red sky at night. And that's a, like, that's an official story. <laughs> what? What? Anyway, uh, I want to know what it is. And you know, there, somebody reported or something, I put it on the Instagram and I got a couple of replies, nothing great, but it allowed me to extrapolate, you know, things that we think are the thing, even as conspiracy theorists, you know, because the idea behind most is um, division. Uh, truthers will divide themselves with other truthers and blah, blah, blah. You just see a bunch of people dividing themselves. But there are people out there that kind of just want answers to everything and are really open to everything. They're not locked down in anything because there's simply no point in being locked down into anything because at any given moment, anything else could change when you add new information. And we're never allowed to think that way. We're only ever taught to think linearly. But remember too, like every single thing that you've ever been taught in this world or every single thing that has ever pass through your brain as cognitive, I was handed to you. And I mean, that states and stems from the simple fact that you're thinking, if you're listening to this show and I'm just going to assume that you speak English, you're thinking in English, right? And that's the thing. So you think in English, the French think in French, everybody thinks in their own language. You know, somebody who speaks lots of languages probably thinks in lots of languages. But my curiosity is how do the deaf what 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 thoughts? How do they think? What's the voice inside their head sound like? Right? And then the voice inside their head still exists outside of my head. So where's the duality there? If I think that there's a true division between inside me and outside me, how could that possibly be? Because all of me is outside you. So do I even exist in your world? If there is a division, if there's a difference? And then, like Alan Watts said, you are just as much a part of the ever-expanding universe as a wave is to the ocean. You are made of the same material that came from the Big Bang, quote-unquote. And, and, and when you look at the Big Bang, you know, everyone that wants to believe the Big Bang, like, well, what happened before that? Well, we don't know. right? So anyone that wants to shit on you with religion is telling a story. Anyone that wants to shit on you with science is telling a story. Science is just another religion with a better PR team. But the question is, why are they really putting us down? Why are they dividing us? And when you keep saying to yourself, they, you realize that there's this piece of you that needed them to exist for you to grow. So much like your heckler, as you're trying to speak and say these things, every single external influence is yours to grow from. And that's that's a big one, right? So this is, the, I mean, this episode's probably not for everybody. Uh, we might get a little confused here, but some of you that are following along are definitely following along. You might have to listen to it once or twice. That, quote unquote, they exist, give us a focal point to say, I am different from them. And we've all heard about, you know, the, the Hollywood trannies and all this sort of stuff. Um, 
the inversion therapy and the, and the confusion with all that. And you look into that and that's crazy, right? But if you're looking at like transvestites and all this sort of stuff, the, 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 the sex change and the, 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 the gender reassignment and the bastardization of everything that they're, that that's being pushed on everyone right now, you can look at that and say, okay, well, this is, this is what we're focused on and this is what we're arguing over. And he's got rights and she's got rights and moms have rights and dads have rights and, abortion and no abortion and men have babies now too and all kinds of weird shit. But it takes away from the fact that there's a high possibility and a high probability. And the more that you look into it and the more that you sort of equate certain things to certain things, you realize that you're sitting in a situation or a spot that is again, more observational observatory than anything. Do we really think that there's a huge difference between Hollywood and politics? Not anymore. We used to. It was either we were dumber or it was better hidden. But everyone's the same puppet. If they're on TV, they're they're the same puppet. They're they're either 100% in on it. Well, nobody's 100% in on it. Everybody's given a role and and a reason to believe that role. And I think that one of the biggest illusions too is that we were told as humanity that you know we're the top of the food chain. I think that there's somebody else out there. Something else, you know, we've all heard about it. The reptilians of this to that aliens, all kinds of stuff. Who knows this, that, and the other thing, right? But how could aliens exist from other planets if space doesn't exist? So even when you start dissecting your own essential conspiracy theories, you realize that they're designed specifically to contradict themselves. If you want to believe in reptilians, but you don't believe in space, great. And how can you believe in space when there's stories of space, there's stories of the firmament? How can you believe in the firmament? How can you believe in this when, when people, Christians, heavy Christians will say that there's no mention of uh, a domed earth anywhere um, in the Bible, right? And every single person that you hear is going to just share their version of whatever it is that they've taken in up until now. So where do you really truly get your information? Well, it comes from here. It comes from there. It comes from YouTube. It comes from the news. It comes from your friends. It comes from your associates. It comes from your pastor. It comes from hunting, searching, looking, it comes from asking questions. It comes from constantly moving and changing and adapting and growing and and just spreading your wings. And then you make an opinion for yourself because at the end of the day, all of this is for you. And when we push past duality, we realize that there's a high likelihood that every single thing that we've talked about, even on the show, every last ounce of everything that we've talked about on the show is total bullshit. And that we're only able to extrapolate what we can extrapolate through the information that we have. And somebody gave us that information and somebody gave them that information to give us. So how big does this really go? Infinite greatness, infinite smallness. We've got this egoic stance that we are the center of the universe. Um, and maybe we are. Well, if this universe was designed for us, then we absolutely are. And that makes a lot of sense. A lot of this makes a lot of sense. When you start understanding and looking into, again, programming, you're like, wow. I mean, the Red Sea, we don't know what Project Bluebeam is. We've heard about it. We're expecting it to be used for an alien invasion or whatever. And these are all, again, if you talk about this stuff, you're crazy. You're crazy. You're so crazy. But if you don't talk about it, what are you talking about? You know, like what's, what's left? I Fuck me. If I have to do small talk, I will, I will shit. I'm not into it, right? So this is this is big talk, but it's also useless. I mean, because what's it going to do for us? I mean, we look at the red sky in China and that could be Project Bluebeam. That could be them testing out some new things. Let's flick this switch and let's flick that switch. 
You know, what if blue beam has been there the whole time, right? Because we, there are things that go on under our noses that we don't even ask. We don't even bat an eye at like, why is the sky blue? Because it reflects off the ocean, right? Well, okay. And that's not something that we've ever even had to question. So when the conspiracy theorist starts questioning things that they've never even had to question, you're like, holy shit. So what if they were just warming something up with blue beam? What if that was what the red thing was? What if it was a reflection from something external? Like if you picture earth being the center of the, the playing board that was in Westworld, for example, could be right. So even as a quote unquote conspiracy theorist, the division, it, it runs rampant. The whole purpose of, of this duality, this division in us is truly to help us grow and get past it because you can believe anything that you want to believe. But if you hold anger in your heart towards anything, you're still being tricked and played and manipulated by the system. Right. Every single thing. Like if, if we just stop paying attention to all of it, I don't know what would happen, but I do know this finances are collapsing because people are paying attention. I mean, look what happened to Luna. Good Lord. That is, I understand that, you know, there's this and that, and everybody's got an answer for it, but here's the, here's the, 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 the facts on it. An entity that held what we perceive to be a value of $100 dropped in a matter of hours to 35 cents. Anyone under the sun's got the ability to point and finger and say this, that, anything about what they think it is. But truth be told, anything that holds any value like that, that runs through a system, to lose that valuation would mean if it were if it were what they what they tell us it is it would mean that there are machines all over the place programs all over the place pulling money out of something all over the place rapidly fast to the point where you would expect total collapse so you're seeing networks and they even they even sent out an email saying the networks are a little bit shoddy it's questionable that something that could or is supposed to hold that value that fast can dissipate but it's also foreshadowing. Now, this isn't financial advice when I say this, but I think we've got one good run left in us before the idea and the illusion of money is pufta. Because it already is. I mean, most of us already know the fiat system's garbage. Most of us already understand that the crypto system could be a future, but some people are saying that it's just a another way to, 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 to take the millennials' cash. And the funny thing about that is the crypto and the stock market are both identical. And the crypto market has revealed exactly what the stock market is. The stock market's been running for years. But it's, you know, the last time Reddit got together and tried to do something, you saw the stock market shut down for the day. They didn't like that. So it's just more revelation. You're just seeing more and more revelation. And what you choose to do with it is entirely up to you. But remember that what's inside your mind is also creating what you believe to be an outcome or what you believe to be the motivation. And I think that's the biggest one right now. I mean, if you listen to a lot of music all throughout uh, the nineties, nineties, early two thousands, you hear all these stories about all these things. And I mean, one of them comes to mind, Billy Corgan, um, butterfly wings. He says, despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. And when we were kids, we're like, oh, yeah, that's good lyrics. And then when you get a little bit older, you're like, oh, I wonder what he was singing about. 
And then you dig a little bit and you find out that he was singing about how he was dis- dissatisfied with his record contract and he may be up here entertaining the masses, but he's just a prisoner himself, blah, 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 blah. And once you sort of step out of third dimensional thought and you start thinking that, you know, money is, again, since money is just a tool, you know, nobody's actually hunting it except for us. It is the biggest checks and balance system that keeps humanity locked into an ideology. It's not a bad one because it also motivates a lot of people to achieve their goals. And in the pursuit of money, I found freedom, liberation, and all that sort of stuff. So it's not bad. It's just not what they say it is. And again, the more you look into the Billy Corrigan statements, you know, and, and the other celebrities and anyone that's ever done the, the deep dives on the music and, and the lyrics, the actual lyrics of the music, anything by Silverchair, System of a Down, you know, I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on. I'm just thinking off the top of my head and I speak fast and think fast and I'm all over the map anyway. And I've already prattled on for long enough for you wonderful <laughs> listeners. I love each and every one of you, by the way. Um, he's not talking about being locked into his contract. He's talk, talking about being stuck here. So there are people out there that are doing things that we don't have any idea as to what they're doing. You know, politicians, celebrities, whatever, the people that are on the TV. They're pushing a narrative. They're pushing a, an agenda. And the agenda, we all think it's terrible. It's bad. It's no, no, no. Or maybe it's one that's designed to wake us up. Maybe it's one that, you know, these guys are here. And I've heard I've heard tell of, you know, I don't want to do these things. This, this is the story. It's like these elites, they're like, we don't want to do this. We're just as much a prisoner as you guys are down here. But we chose to be here and we chose to do these horrible things so that you could see what was being done and you could you could wake up to it. It's like, again, back to the duality and again, back to, to uh, your enemy being your biggest teacher. If you want to break this down to a video game, I mean, imagine you plugged in Street Fighter 2 <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I want to play. Woo, Chun-Li. And you turn it on, there's nobody on the other side. So it's just you standing there. Fight. You're like, damn. What are you going to do? There's even a level like that where you kick a car. You're like, well, this is kind of fun for a minute. Right? But as much as that enemy on the screen is trying to kill you, beat you up, they're making you stronger. They're making you better. They're making you faster. They exist. They exist because without them, the game doesn't get played. So... I say all this because of all the negative things in this world that we tend to focus on and not pay attention to the positives and this, that, and the other thing. The negatives are the positives. The conspiracies and the things that you want to talk about are the direction that you're going in your life. There's so much to be said and so much to be done in this life. The moment you stop looking behind you as to what you had, who you were, when you were young, when you were this, that, and the other thing, and you start looking forward and saying, I got all this life left. I got all this ambition. I've got all this drive. I've got all this determination. I've got everything I could ever possibly want. Let's get going. And I'll even say things like your diet too. The things that you're ingesting, you're putting in your body. Like, fuck man, stop that shit. It's like, it's the craziest thing because our whole lives, we've been taught a certain thing and we've been led a certain way. And even our parents will say things like, well, the bread was fine when I was a kid. You know, it was. You know, but, but there are so many things happening right now. Every single day we wake up, it's a whole new day. There's a whole new set of rules. You know, we can't rely on what we knew back then. We have to adapt and change and grow like gluten. I remember when gluten came out and I was, I just made fun of everybody. Oh, I'm gluten intolerant. No, you aren't. You're just just a drama queen, right? This was, this was very much third dimensional me being a piece of shit. I'm like, don't fucking drop your gluten intolerance bullshit on me. You're worse than those lactose intolerant people. 
all the while I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> and what I laughed about that was, you know, at first I remember thinking to myself, you you can't just you can't just be something. You can't just be all of a sudden you all of a sudden humanity's intolerant to gluten. That's garbage. But the more you sort of go into it, the more you look into it, the more you realize that humanity was always a thing, right? And we were always eating bread, and we never questioned where that bread came from or what they were spraying on it or anything like that. And then the people, the powers that be in the background, start they start changing things. They start changing everything that we don't even know. So gluten intolerance isn't a human problem. I mean, it is. But it stems from the, the chemicals they decided to start spraying on your food. I mean, there's industrial strength floor cleaner in our Cheerios today. And the majority of people will say, well, it's only a little bit. <laughs> That's the world we live in. Would you eat industrial strength floor cleaner? Eh, maybe a little bit. How come nobody questioned what fluoride was? The dentist says, put it on your teeth. All right. So I'm going to do that? fluoride feel free to look into what that is it's disgusting but we just accept these things so anyway i'm gonna wrap this up but the idea again to anyone that wants to speak and to anyone that's got something to say and to anyone that feels like if they open their mouths they're gonna get attacked this world is opening up more and more people are being more susceptible to what you have to say want to say want to communicate with want to talk about if you guys want to be on the show, if you've got a really cool idea and you want to be on the show, man, shoot us a text message. 647-338-1265. If you don't, if you aren't in Canada, if you're in the States and you want to email, uh, info at the Mental Mastery Alliance. It's, we're, all of us are going through this huge change right now. Uh, we've made some huge changes to the webpage as well. So if you want to go check out some new offers, meet some new new, new coaches, uh, thementalmasteryalliance.com is... Uh, continuously under updates, but uh, the new version right now is pretty nice. And there's some new faces up there, some new coaches, some people to connect with. We've got some new promos. That's some good stuff up there. Lots of good stuff. And um, motivation in this time. We want you to step up and step into your game and step into your purpose and understand your true power and any way you can understanding that there are every single thing that we know right now still needs to be refined. <laughs> Motivating factors, where we come from, what we know, the knowledge we have, you know, question everything and, and certainly understand that the entirety of everything is working against you, but it's only working against you so that you can become stronger. So what seems to be the worst parts of life are the things that are making you the best version of yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac. 